0: I read a quote today on, obviously, the Instagram, so peer-reviewed, and this really (laughs) spoke to me. It says, hey, sorry I missed your text. I'm processing a nonstop, 24-7 onslaught of information with a brain designed to eat berries in a cave.
1: Same. Look at my unread text. (laughs) Sorry. 622 unreadtacks. This brain
0: tacks. was built for the cave, baby. I'm still a
1: Neanderthal. Yeah, I
0: should be eating berries somewhere talking to nobody. Yeah. And I just, like, if away messages were still a thing, that would be mine.
1: Thanks for listening to Stay Rooted with your instant mom friends Stephanie and Lauren. We're hosting the mom support group you Never Attend
0: IRL. bit of a humble brag so let's hear it I work for a boomer okay like my workplace is owned by a white male boomer you've heard of them we've heard of them they're out in the wild doing wild things it is it is Wednesday so there's been three days of the work week you know for an average office gal like myself hump day is what they call it. hump (laughs) day I've not worn a bra 2 days of my work week with with a boomer boss and i just feel like what a time to be alive because the way that an old man will make you feel about having like a rip in your jean or like just any kind of pattern that seems a little bit obscure yeah i'm like no Nope, this is me. This is real. This is me. And I love that. I'm not
1: wearing an underwire for anybody. I love that. And especially not myself. So I did the same therapeutic thing where I got rid of most of my underwire. The bombshell bra. Goodbye. Haunted the early 2000s. Yeah. it's So much padding. I still
0: feel, I can still feel the restrictions. You would take it
1: off and you just have like <laughs> engraved marks of that yeah. bar bra on you for, for the remainder that of the That was problematic,
0: Victoria's Secret. Yeah, and, but you. Really you we were like jamming
1: yourself into it so you could just shove your boobs together, but now I say no. I say bralette or nothing. Bralette or nothing. I will. Those give are you the two options. The grace of the bralette it hides the nip a little bit when it's chilly. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. Oh. Oop! <laughs> there Punched. she is. <laughs> Like, We're gonna talk about free and nipples. I'm gonna punch my mic. Absolutely, <laughs> Every absolutely. Time. But um, but yeah. So I have done the same thing. But uh, bravo! And honestly, Thank I you. feel as though making a middle aged white man uncomfortable is something that you need to do more often. Absolutely, sometimes. absolutely. They're it not makes- all harmful, but if they are being a little, you know, harmful, you just like give them a little check back. Absolutely. So that's where I'm at right now. And like on the topic of that, I am
0: an absolute consumer. And, you know, when it comes to, we have periods, spoiler alert, okay? You know, it's something that we've got to deal with.
1: Nobody knows.
0: And mine are real fucking shitty, and I bet everybody says that. But also, maybe we should just say it out loud so people aren't afraid to talk about it. And I just want to say, this new thing where all of a sudden you either have to pay, like, $40 a month for, like, some woman's health care organic tampons that don't have, like, Chlorine and bleach in them. (laughs) I love when they say, like, I don't know, they say no bleach. (gasps) They're like, by the way, (laughs) I don't know if you know this, but like, how is this? How is this a thing? How is this a thing? I'm going to the store and these cute little, you know, those tampons with the gold lid at the top and you're like such an aesthetic to have out on my, out in my bathroom. Like I'm keeping this out for the world to see. Yes. They
1: used to be $7 now on my Target pickup app, 11 Yeah. So this I see like more and more and I... I've been just dissecting this in my head for a while. Yeah. So, like, when you go to the store now, like, there used to be one brand of things, right? It was yeah. in a metal bottle. It told you nothing about it. It no. killed people. <laughs> and But you bought it because there was one kind. Yeah. And that was the kind that there was. And you went to the store and you said, oh, da, 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 whatever. Well, cancer-causing agents who? Yeah. Um. So now there's, like, so many brands. And yes. you'll hear... You'll hear the older population, the older than us population, maybe us and older, yeah, complain, like, there's so many... Why are there so many... Like, the, there's literally now, like, you basically, you quite literally pick your poison, and in this economy... You tend to pick a little poison yeah. because you're like, I literally, like you just said, for $40 a month, I can have no bleach, no yeah. dye, vegan. They're like, these tampons. Why do my tampons have to be vegan? These
0: tampons <laughs> won't give you cancer, but they do cost $20 a tampon. Like, what? What about vegetarian Yeah. Tampons? Maybe they're not vegan. <laughs> they're in the freezer section next to the meatless chicken they nuggets. with dairy. Yeah.
1: Like, what What is that just mean? I'm tired of it. And I'm just tired of it. So, we're we've gotten into it about deodorant because so like I said, Lennon started wearing an antiperspirant because yes. I don't know what they're putting in the milk, clearly. I don't know. <laughs> big Pharma doesn't want me to know. Yeah, it's feeling so, super hormonal. Big Dairy doesn't want anybody to know why our kids already have BL. Got so. milk. <laughs> so we got, like, earthy deodorant because, obviously, I don't want my kid rubbing aluminum on her. Yeah, they're like, no, that one you've been using your whole life is filled with metal. Why? But why is it still on the shelf? Yes. Why can I pick... M- I can pick aluminum for three ninety nine. Yeah, or I can pick <laughs> vegan <grass-fed>. grass fed. <laughs> I don't the, know what it's not doing. Not the grass fed deodorant. No cancer deodorant at the bottom, but I have to pay fourteen ninety nine. Like, so I'm basically just putting a price on my my family's health. But Absolutely. also, I'm like, I like that my family has a place to live. Yeah, so. So, yeah, I completely agree with you. I feel as though women's health items should just be freely available. It almost feels like it's healthcare. It care. Almost it, almost <laughs>
0: fe- it, it almost feels like we should be entitled
1: to it. It almost feels like it's something that's happening to me, and therefore <laughs> I should be supported in it in a way that isn't financially crippling. Yeah. But I digress. You know, yeah. put a free tampon machine in your bathroom.
0: It's just absolutely insane. And I wanted to know, so you were on an airplane today. I was. By yourself. I can't believe I <laughs> I You're was on an airplane alone. today.
1: That wasn't a fever dream. No,
0: you were on. You were. I traveled in the all airwaves. by
1: myself. Yeah, in the airwaves. Who were you? So who
0: were so you? So I did this
1: twice because it was a round trip. It yeah. wasn't a one way. Yeah. She's so back. <laughs> so on the way there, as I as I made very clear, I was a just. I was a a supporting role. Yeah. I So I think I've spoken on the podcast before that. If I am too much of a main character in my head I become paranoid. It becomes a thriller. It's maybe a psychological thriller. It's mostly in your head. Liam Neeson's there. I'm being kidnapped. It's too much. It becomes too much when I'm the main character. So yes. now I'm in, I'm embodying that that Luke statement of being being the side character. Yeah. And I just one thing that happens to me is that I make eye contact with people for a second, only a second. I mean, she didn't mean to. It's, yeah, but then they see something in me that they say, let me tell her everything that's ever happened to me. So, you know what you do to be the good supporting role that maybe just made one joke? You leave your AirPods in. Yes. You leave your headphones on. Absolutely. You hold your phone. Absolutely. And maybe you're not even on it. You put on your northern attitude. You put on your northern attitude low enough to have some alert of your surroundings. Mm-hmm. Maybe you're a one AirPod girly. Maybe. Sometimes I am, sometimes the imbalance bothers me. Yeah. Depends. (laughs) Absolutely. But yeah, so to travel alone as that was awesome. Like I just like I didn't even get a coffee. I got a nice tea. Oh. From Chick-fil-A on oh the my way God. home. <laughs> <laughs> a Sunjoy, actually. Ooh. But this is not a Chick-fil-A supporting podcast. No. But we all know that we like the Chick-fil-A sauce, we unfortunately. Do. I've never even had their chicken, it's but I do like their sauce. I don't stand for what they believe in, but. Regretfully, their sauce is I delicious. St- I stood up for their hash browns <laughs> <Yeah>. today. <laughs> so, so, yeah, on the way there, it was just that supporting role. Like, so the plane was, like, super, like, there was nobody on it. It was quiet and just I I journaled. Oh my god. I I just journaled. I just whatever fell out of my head, I wrote onto paper for funsies. Oh my god. Probably won't even look back. Oh my god. Some of it was poetic. (laughs) And like that's who I was, and I, I love even that for you. I even wore a cute skirt. Like I dressed decent because I wanted to be able to. I only brought a backpack. Oh my god! I was Lauren. that traveler. Like I only brought a backpack, nothing but she my. backpack was a minimalist. And my wits. Wow. A capsule wardrobe. Yeah. So I wore I wore like my sweater and just my dress and my dress. Yeah. So that like I was just flowing. I only brought one pair of shoes. Yeah. Like, just a reasonable they were Probably gal. made of ham. Who knows? So, yeah. So, I was definitely her on the way there. And I then love on that. the way home, I was in my. It's the season of the stick sweatshirt. Of so course. mentally, I was like, I was a musician's girlfriend. Yeah, right? he sent me home commercial because we're sustainable. Yeah, absolutely. You know, so I wrote this little funny monologue in sky my head just to
0: fly alone. Yeah,
1: but I miss him. It's too bad, you know. I have to get back to my business, but it's yeah. too bad that I have to leave. You know, we you have another show tonight. Yeah, you're gonna meet up at a later date. So I love that for you. I was her, but I was once again left my AirPods in, just roamed around, got there early, just. Really just, like, was in in my own bubble, and I don't know if you've... Have you ever traveled alone? I have, actually. Well, it's like, been a while. Like, post-children to appreciate it. No.
0: <laughs> no, yeah. From children when I didn't appreciate it. You took it. it for granted. And for so, someone
1: that didn't even matter. <laughs> so post-children, it's like, so you could never be that person with your children because no. in an airport you're on high alert, they're licking the floor, you're like, oh my I'm god. I'm the literal opposite. Like, you, you're you just trying to get to where you need to be, you're trying yes. to keep them contained, you're finding a small area, you're throwing, like, french fries at them as if they're seagulls. Like, Absolutely. And to travel without children was such, like, a... <sighs> Like, this isn't even hard.
0: Yeah. Like, the
1: like you can get through TSA quick.
0: Yeah, like, it's quick. not even that bad. They're actually lovely people when you're by yourself. Absolutely. When the, your kid isn't throwing an iPad at Nobody them. Nobody is
1: making you do weird no things with the carriage. No one's checking
0: your stroller for bombs. Like, yeah. actually, they're quite lovely. Yeah, like, they're wanding you because you can't go
1: through because you're holding a ba- and you're like, I, you're like, baby. And you're like, I completely
0: understand. No no inconvenience here. You're, like, looking at the cute babies. You're like, aw, it must be so nice. And yeah, then you exactly. just carry on. Alone. You're like
1: doing a quick little, a quick little fun bit one of with those. The baby. But yeah. I left them at home. Yeah, you're like what, what a know, time. Want to know what that's like right uh, now? Yeah, but I, I get that. It was a whole time. So yeah, I got to be so many people. Yeah, I, I had and so if you much get the chance to travel on. alone,
0: you have to find, you have to write that little dialogue of like, what is your journey? It's the funnest part
1: of it all. You yeah, know? and I made a. I made a silent oath to myself that I wasn't going to get like so caught up in like some stupid meaningless conversation with some rando or, to waste or social your alone media time. to waste my alone time or engross myself too much in one thing. Yeah. Like, I was just going to be inward. And yeah, like I journaled, I re-listened to some episodes that we've posted already, like I looked at feedback, I, I love that. looked at emails, I did a little us work and then I just did like a little me work. Like I, I just it. literally sat with my own thoughts and that's like perfect you know you were who you could be if you had more free time honestly I recommend just taking a flight to nowhere maybe I'll just do that maybe it's a be- round trip <laughs> maybe this is like the really dramatic equivalent of like going out to dinner with yeah, yourself
0: exactly like but I gotta be on an airplane that's fair enough um I read a quote today on obviously the Instagram so peer-reviewed and this really <laughs> spoke to me it says, hey, sorry I missed your text. I'm processing a nonstop, 24-7 onslaught of information with a brain designed to eat berries in a cave. Same. Look at my unread text.
1: <laughs> sorry. 622 this unread This brain texts. was built for the cave,
0: baby. I'm still a
1: Neanderthal. Yeah, I
0: should be eating berries somewhere talking to nobody. Yeah. And I just, like, if away messages were still a thing, that would be mine. Like, Sorry. My oh. brain
1: wasn't built for this. Absolutely. I can't keep up. Yeah. And I can't. The thing is, is that like, I feel as though I can't keep up and like, you're not like, I, you're not, you're not supposed you? to like, what is keeping up? Cause like you said, like, what is even this brain designed to do? It's not designed to do the social media. The I, social media distracts it incredibly. I
0: know. I was built to be a gatherer, a hundred percent.
1: Yeah, I wasn't built to do dishes or laundry. Couldn't be me. Perhaps a couple in a in a lake in a maybe, nearby lake. Maybe I lead a children's art class. Yeah, you know, in a an cave. outdoor one with berries. Yeah, all natural. Exactly. Yeah, but <laughs> I I completely agree with that, and I I give people a lot of grace um, when they are responding to me late because yeah. first of all sorry 622 people <laughs> i haven't responded to but i am not good at it so when someone else is like i'm so sorry i'm so bad at responding the first thing i have to do is be like me too i'm sorry i'm sorry yeah For probably all the times they ignored like, you wait till you see what i can do but also i began to validate them in a way that i'm like it is fine you do not need to be readily available to yes. me yes Just because we have that technology does not mean we need that turnover. But we've become so used to it, and we're such like, we're. We are consumers. We consume what the next level and then we make that the standard and then anything below that is subpar. Yeah. So like look at us with look at us with Jeff, us and Jeff Bezos. Absolutely. We're like, get that shit to me tomorrow or don't. Let's just burn the sage for all
0: of our unread text messages, the text messages that we read and never responded to physically. Let's just burn some sage for that. Okay? Absolutely. Like, and, and have
1: a moment of silence and maybe amen. just we will get to them. Snail mail style. <laughs> you looked at me like, no, I won't. I won't. <laughs> Don't tell them how I'm looking at you. And if we're already
0: lighting the sage, if it's already lit, okay. It's I lit. I've got some things I've got to confess, okay. Fine. So my kid, I'm talking about the Donnie I'm talking about Lukey. Yeah. He's learned. We're always we're,
1: talking about the Donnie. We're a
0: baby gate home. You know it. Mm-hmm. Okay. I have an escape artist. I have a climb on the roof kid. You know, I've got to have gates at certain points in my home. Because sometimes. Safety
1: checkpoints. Safety
0: checkpoints just to at the very least slow him down. You know, at <laughs> yeah, the very least. They're not
1: going to hold him back, but they're going to give you a few minutes.
0: I used to have more time. Okay. Yeah. So I had to take Maggie out, obviously, the other day. She has to go to the bathroom. so I take her outside and i'm outside for literally two and a half minutes right i come inside and it's just me and lukey home luke was somewhere with nora so i walk into the house (laughs) the rest of my family was the rest of my family's not there but then i'm like you know it's been a long day i'm easily confused and i hear footsteps upstairs so i'm like oh Silly me, Luke is home, you know, like, I'm all confused. And these footsteps so confidently start walking down the stairs. Before I can even process what's happening, I move around to see my Donnie, who who clearly had already walked up the stairs. Yeah. Walking down the stairs, no pants on, because who who needs pants on the stairs? Uh, Danimal's yogurt in one hand, the other hand kind of holding the railing, which, like, honestly... Great work at school. I love the yeah. stair work you're doing. I was half. We're loving the balance. I was forty percent proud and sixty percent terrified out of my fucking mind. That is the whole thing, because you're like,
1: wow, you did this. I'm but like, then you're oh. also like, holy I'm shit, like, oh, you're doing this. You're
0: doing this. Don't you dare do that again, unless I'm and watching the, you. And then
1: you have like this panic that you're like, I'm oh. here, so they're gonna freeze up. But you have to yes. react in a way so that. So then you don't want to scare
0: them. And it was this whole. I was petrified, and then Luke came home, and I was like, he was upstairs, and I had to like throw. Out of my mouth because I was feeling like you know whatever. It's basically like negotiating a hostage when they're like in the moment of
1: And I'm the same. I don't jump. I'm the special type of don't 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 jump. jump. We stay with us. I'm putting. I'm putting it down.
0: I'm putting down my weapon. We can meet you halfway
1: on this. Yes, but yeah. And I'm the special type of like person that. I can like be in the mo- I can like you just said like you can't process what's happening at first, but so- you know you gotta. So now I'm like going to get Lennon a cheese stick. I'm going to get my older daughter a cheese stick, <laughs> and I come back and like. The baby's eating a marker and like her whole head's green. Yeah. Her whole face, like she's just drawn all over it. And I'm like, I'm looking at her for a second, like, is, is she eating a cheese stick? What, <laughs> who got her a cheese stick? And then I'm like, fuck, what are you doing? But you know what?
0: And then I tell myself, our parents didn't even have car seats in the car and they're doing okay. You read the box, it says non toxic. Non toxic. <laughs> enough of that. Enough. Have a damn cheese stick. He made it back down the stairs. He made it down the and stairs. And while the sage is still built, <laughs> still, still, I don't know why I said built. While the sage is still still lit (laughs) I look in my um, I have you know my kitchen is giving dated, but I try to give her seventies. I try to I play say, on her. I lean into it. In the I right lean way. into it. I do. So um, she's eclectic, <laughs> and I look. I have she's this quirky. like I have this three tier macrame produce holder. Yeah, you do. You're like, ooh, like what has she got today? I look in this thing, and I think you guys were there earlier. Like you might have been. You probably didn't notice, but I I look in this thing. You know what's in there? What was in there? Just a plastic bag.
1: Just an <laughs> I old, didn't notice. Just an old plastic bag and a rotting clementine, and you I was quite like, literally could have told me like a fresh. Like pineapple and a bundle of bananas, and I would have believed you. Honestly, sometimes the very tippy top of that aesthetically pleasing
0: macrame produce hanger is just my pills because I, it's where I know the kids will never reach
1: them. <laughs> yeah, which is a totally practical way to it's use so it. It's so
0: practical. And then you an and, and then someone comes over that's not you, and you're like, Oh, those are just like my happies, my just those are just my little, you know, get me through the dazers. And <laughs> so I just am looking at this like depressing piece of string hanging from. They're holding just a plastic bag, and I was like, you know, I'm doing my best here. I'm doing my best, and I put in a grocery order that night. But like, and
1: the disco balls will distract everyone. That's why you know. they're
0: there. That's why they are there. It's
1: all a ploy. I have a question for you. Okay, I might so, have an answer. So we brought up um Penguin Club, yes, being like a younger than us. Our, yes, it's how we found out Noah Khan is not our age. No. Prior to, He's you know, not an elder millennial. of what we would believe. No. I still don't fully believe it. But, so he played Penguin Club, which was our siblings kind of, like, years. Yes. Um... Do you remember our games? Like, do you remember the early internet games of, of like draw, like just dragging clothes onto those little tiny women with low rise jeans? Of course, I do. Do you and have uh, that memory? I have that
0: memory. I have, um, I have also. I, I mean, it was probably so obscure, but I there was this one specific computer game that we had. It was like a makeover. Like you would change the, yes. you know, generic woman's hair, yes. and lips, and eye color, yes, a and- allegedly you could upload a picture of yourself and do it to yourself but like you never got that far because your parents didn't know how to upload a a picture of
1: yourself never you would never get to do the personalized version but there were like three people that you could pick from that weren't weren't a cartoon. They weren't. You could make them over. Yes. But yeah, and then there was also, so then as I was like, because those were my favorite types of games, the yeah. game you're talking about. Absolutely. And then like, remember Disney had those online games. Oh my God. That were like. Like the Minis Kitchen. Zach and Cody, like catching trays and stuff. Oh. And you'd use your little, like, you'd use your little yeah. back and forth mouse to oh, do yes. it. I was all about a Disney game. But I also specifically remember, and once again, I'll need like my resident fact Checker of my past to (laughs) verify because she had an older sister and I didn't have an older sibling. So the older siblings always they always got the online games first. They figured out the cool websites, you know, they knew where to go. So I think it was called Snood. Snood, Snood. It was like a it was like a brick breaking game. Oh it was like Candy Crush before Candy Crush. Honestly, I'm sure I played it. And for some reason, once Noah Khan spoke out Penguin Club. Like, all of this, like, unlatched in my brain. And then I'm like, I fucking miss online games. Yes, like, games that were just so, like, simple
0: games. Like, do you remember the helicopter one where you had to go in But Was it a helicopter? And it had to go, like, in between and under things. And you tapped it to go up. And then you stopped tapping it to fall down. Yes. Snake. Minesweeper. Mine I still don't know what the point of
1: Minesweeper was. I was just clicking shit. Never will. Right. Great time. Makes Solitaire. Ting. Solitaire. Yeah, like these that weird pinball game. Good, clean fun. Absolutely. I miss them. And then it all rolled into the Sims, which yeah. I did play the Sims for way too me long. Me too. And once I had to start taking care of real people, I was like, This this internet, this pixelated family can't have me. Yeah. You know, I can't they, <laughs> they can't have my attention. They don't pay me enough. enough. They they don't do anything cute, so I had to give no. up on them. But I do miss all of those games, and it was just a fun little, like, thing that got unlocked in my brain. I love that for you. And on the topic of not that, do Perfect. you... Do, does
0: your family do that weird thing where, like, like, my mom talks about her animals like they are her children? Mm-hmm. Like, she... Like, those are our first siblings. <laughs> like, I don't know if your parents are at that level, but... That's what I'm working with on my mom, okay? That's what I've, that's who she is. That's who my sister is. Okay, so Luke kind of is aware of this, but he's not like, you know, he listens and he does it. And my mom's been bringing Maverick over, which is her Great Dane, because we lost Nala. So she's been, um, her Great Dane's just been spending more time with us so she can hang out with our dog, right? So my mom's not there. We have Maverick over one day. He's laying on the couch. Luke's petting him, and he goes, so what is this? <laughs> like my nephew or something. <laughs> <laughs> and I turn to him dead ass and I go, that's my fucking brother. Yeah. <laughs>
1: it's your fucking brother. Yeah, how dare you? Disrespectful. Are you kidding me? Yeah, you know? So we, so my mom doesn't technically have a dog. My brother has a dog that lives at my mom's. That is my mom's also. Like, she's like she's- the grandmother raising raising the grandchild. Yeah, exactly. Fully. Like my brother had a kid too young yeah. and she's stepping in to help. Yeah. And – so, my family does this fun little thing where we narrate what we think the animals are saying. We are the doctors. If you doctors. don't do
0: that, we're not the same. I think that's a whole thing, And right? I won't do the voice here. I cannot. What I simply of, cannot. What
1: type of person are, if you aren't speaking for your animals, how dare you? Honestly, those are the
0: people that don't have,
1: like, the internal monologues. And I just don't trust them. Literally, me and, this is side sidestep, but me and my cousin were literally, her dog, we were like, Sorry, Blue, you're going to to the concert. <laughs> and he was like, I'll be so good. I'll be goodest boy! If I can come, and yeah. that's not the voice fully because I can't. Because you fully can't lean into the voice. Without the dog has to be physically with you to for really, really get the voice. You have to capture the face and like the whole it's thing. It's a whole thing. It's like, a I'm live. I'm so sorry, and you know. Like. It's like a true ass live action movie when you start doing the voice. For and we are literally we're the type of animal people that we saw a dog there and we were like, "Don't tell Blue you're here." And the dog looked at us <laughs> yeah. and she was like, "I won't." <laughs> are you even a real service dog? <laughs> yeah, like you just have a red vest. But yeah, so my family's that. Type of people, so Fair yeah. Enough. So, so my mom will be like, "Say goodbye to your aunt Lennon." Yes, exactly. <laughs> say goodbye. And then she's like, "Daisy's like, goodbye, say goodbye." Good to me. Yes. Okay. So, so we're so not, yes. That's definitely a whole thing. We're so, not alone there. Honestly, Luke should have just gotten his animal. He his really animal family. How dare correct. you? How dare you? Yes, and we do. We do take a family a family <laughs> pet seriously. <laughs> they are part of the tree. Uh, they absolutely are. Um.
0: So. It is getting close to Halloween, right? It's getting spooky. It's getting spooky. And I think you know that this is like my favorite time of year. And I've fully come to the conclusion and I've accepted that Halloween is my favorite holiday. Sam! It's just like, I think we'll probably have the same reasons. It's just like good fun. Like, it's not all about the presents, but there's an excitement of costumes and candy. And it just feels very like innocent and just like... And it's
1: communal, it which is. you know I love. Well, we I co- love a community moment. And
0: one thing about us is that we, for the last two years, I think, have started trick-or-treating. This is a tradition we've created for our families I together. I know. I know. It's like we our, come our holiday. You. It it's,
1: is. Because like, I have, you know, you have the holidays and then we have friends, like there's these Friendsgivings and then yeah. we have friends miss. But it's hard to get together with your friends for major holidays. So I love that, like, especially this, where we have kids, so we're always, like, just scattering our kids about way too many places. And it doesn't matter
0: what day Halloween is. If you have kids, you're going out on so Halloween. So I love that this
1: is, like, our holiday. This is our holiday. And I have told we live in a very trick-or-treatable area. Yeah, like it's our- the Hocus Pocus neighborhood. Our neighborhood turns out, yes, it is such a Hocus Pocus like, neighborhood. There's kids with their little reflectors on running yeah. about. People are just in the <laughs> and street. You can- is that a like, good, okay, not to go, f- this is a financial podcast, the
0: ROI on candy, <laughs> like the amount of candy that you get I know. walking through these neighborhoods The amount streets, of
1: candy I have to buy, though, to be respected by these children. I don't even,
0: it's not my cost to bear. It's a financial burden. I'm a guest in this neighborhood, okay? I should be able
1: to write it off in my taxes. <laughs> you
0: absolutely should. You absolutely should. We
1: have an old man in our neighborhood that he keeps, which this is the good fun of Halloween that yes. you speak of. He keeps a little... He's 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 my husband's friend because my husband and old people just they mix yes. so effortlessly. Um, So he's his friend. So he came up to us and he was like, "You know how many trick or treaters?" And he has a little baseball counter, Stop so he it. counts. So he helps you out because then you can kind of mentally prepare. Over two hundred and fifty last year, I believe it. Like. I'm one. What of them. a turnout! You are one of them. So now I do love, like, like you said, it's just fun. It's 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 inviting. It's yeah. this different thing where you get to dress up. You get to be what you want to be.
0: I've always had the dream, like I I want to be a candy giver at her, but mm. I, my na- my neighbor is the trees. Yeah, I don't have trick or treaters because I just don't really have neighbors like much of at all. I'm not in like a neighborhoody area. So like I get that from your
1: neighborhood. Yes, and I, love, I that. love it. So you come for that reason and my parents and my brother and Mandy come for that same reason yeah. because they don't live in a trick-or-treatable area no. either. And but there's something so infectious and but wonderful. You need it. And we all just become like stoop kids Absolutely. for the night like and we're just like commenting on everybody's Absolutely. costumes and we're given candy, but yeah, the whole sense of the folly, witchy—it's everything. It's everything. And the
0: decorations. So if you're a Michaels girly, which I am, they of course they are doing the forty to fifty percent off already. Halloween decor. She's a decor. consumer. She's a consumer. And so you know, you were just there. I've got my pink and purple paper bats up.
1: They're like always doing forty to fifty. They off are. Of everything, and like though. we appreciate
0: that. Like you could probably just always make it that price, but whatever. We'll play this game with you. Yes. But the problem with me is that I love how. Halloween decor so much and it's such I find the irony of like the Halloween decor so charming and funny that like I could keep it up all year so like for instance (laughs) I do for instance (laughs) me so my grandfather my gramps which was my my mom's dad he passed away a few years ago Um, but the thing about him was that if you sat down with him for more than 30 seconds he's reciting the raven to you which is a an epic poem, it would seem, by yeah. um, by Edgar Allan Poe, and it's a dark poem, and that, that was all of him. But when he passed um, that later October, they had... You know how they do those little skeleton things that are all the decorations, obviously, of animals? Yes. Well, they had raven ones. Yeah, they did. So me... My sister and my mom each got one w- after he passed, and we named them Edgar, Allen, and Poe. Yes. So I have Edgar, but Edgar is not a Halloween decoration. No, the he's spirit of decor. my dead grandfather lives in there, okay? He's out in the kitchen all year. He's got a winter Santa hat, <laughs> and he's Jewish. He's half Jewish, and he's a feral- he's a family heirloom. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. That plastic raven is my grandpa, okay? <laughs> we love that. So that's the thing with me. So I... We're I, trying to detach from items here, people, but... I, I, popped, I popped into Michael's, and they had this, like, it it was kind of, I guess, like a plant holder with no drainage hole, because who needs one? And it was just a giant, like, anatomically correct heart, but it was black. Ooh. And, you know, you throw... it would have got me. You throw a dangly in her. Yeah. So I threw a dangly in her, and now she's the centerpiece of my sink, and I'm looking at her like she was Halloween decor, but I can't see my myself ever taking that black heart down
1: so yeah so you were you did the michaels thing yeah and i drove past michaels because i had a coupon but it was Where'd only for full pr- priced items per their policy which nothing is a full nothing price is. item so i said michaels not today i went to target there you go You know, the intersection, got a target. Yeah. They call it downtown. That's my downtown. (laughs) Yeah. So I went in there, and the dollar spot was just freshly filled by an unenthused teenager who was just leaving the stock out as well. So their vibe this year is very, like, spooky. Potions. Dungeon. Pun- potions. Yes. You brought Cellar. me a little, a little Frankenstein. Lauren like-
0: brought me a little, because she knows my weird raven thing, so she <laughs> encourages it, and she got me a little raven, like, sign thing I think that was from
1: there. Yes, it was. It says, like, beware or It wasn't something.
0: there by the time I got myself to physically go in the store, because you know I'm a pickup girly, so Lauren was like, she needs this.
1: Yeah, I was being, I was being a stay-at-home mom, so yeah. A leisurely teenager that was stocking the shelves on a Tuesday morning, me and him were at the same speed, and I was just getting all of the Halloween goodies one for you, one for me. And I've now stopped like dragging my feet when it comes to holidays because I know the next day I have off, there's just going to be Christmas shit in there. Oh, 100 in the middle of October, and there's going to be Santas everywhere. 100%. So, so yeah, so it's all like. It's like anim- anatomical bugs, yeah, greens, but potion you're like, this bottles. This is my
0: energy all year. Yeah,
1: like honestly, we are a nightmare before Christmas family. Yes. Like we love them. Um, We love all things spooky. My mom literally calls me spooky. Yes. Um, So, yes, I plan to leave the moth platter from the dollar section out all damn year. All damn year. Because how is that even Halloween decor? Honestly, I think I'm just going to start stocking up in,
0: like, November, you know, for my whole year decor. Yeah.
1: Because it just feels right. Exactly, and by the time I reach the ripe age old of whatever I get to and I'm... The little hoarder witch lady up the street, I'll have all of my Halloween decorations up all year long and I'll be spooky as hell and I'll It's love all it.
0: you can it's all you can hope for and you know what? I think it's not even on the topic of that, but (laughs) it shouldn't be. I've been I've been listening to some Moody Mixes. Okay, Moody Moody Mix mix alert. (laughs) So I've got some things to throw on. So the other day, Luke and I were in the car and we were driving back um, from visiting his family. And it's like quite a long drive. So we were just taking turns with the radio, you know, we're doing the around the car thing and then you're lucky enough that your kid falls asleep and then you two can actually pick the music for a little bit, which is like, you know, chef's kiss.
1: Don't put the volume too loud.
0: I don't know why this popped into my head, but Airplanes, B.O.B. and Haley Williams. Oh,
1: yeah. That song... I pretend that airplanes in the night sky are like shooting stars? I could really
0: use a wish right now. She could too. And that's like, I had to look it up because I was like, this feels like senior year. And it's a 2010 song.
1: Yes. Yes. I remember it being like a graduation moment. It brings you back to like that mentality.
0: And that's the thing I like about music. Like my first car was this, like, I think I've said before this 99 Civic, but it had one of those little radios that your dad made you take out when you parked because somebody was going to steal it. Yeah,
1: you everybody know? wanted your Everybody, everybody wa- wanted your Radio Shack radio. I know,
0: like no one else had one. <laughs> so, but it had a touch screen. So in 2010, I was like, ooh, you yeah. know in a little screen. But that song lived on that screen. Yes. And when we played it in the car you know, 13 years later it was hitting just as hard. So that's going on the movie had a good run. He, he had a good run. He absolutely didn't. As He's still running? Anything. <laughs> I couldn't tell you, but Haley Williams, She's anything anything she does, I'm yeah. I'm
1: about maybe Bob walked so she could run <laughs>
0: absolutely. So I don't know if I'm saying this right. You know that band? It's like. Maneskin or something like that
1: m a n e s k i n it's like yeah main, main, minis- yeah i'm not cool enough to pronounce it i just it know correctly. every way i'm saying
0: it is is wrong but their song honey are oh, you coming yeah. that one came on this week and it has been like it's been kind of one of those in the car songs that really gets you like you turn she's it. It's You open the windows, you're like, everyone's gonna hear this, you yeah. know, and they're gonna be like, She's so cool. Look at her listening to whatever.
1: Yeah. So <laughs> I can't pronounce what yeah. she's listening
0: to. Um, one thing that we were actually just talking about this together the other day, but there has been a resurgence of our youth in music lately. Okay. Oh, yeah. So blink one eighty two. They're back. They're back. But they sound like like, this music was made two decades ago. Like, nothing has changed. Yeah. I felt like, so, um, one of their songs, One More Time, I think it's called. I've um, heard it seven you million he- times. You hear it, and you already know all of the words. Like, this, it is written as exactly it would have been written then. It's like it was built in a time capsule, and it's just coming out now. So, I want to throw that onto the Moody Mix, because I feel like, Blink 182 is like a band that our whole circle of me, you, Luke, and Kenny all kind of bond oh, over. Yeah. My
1: husband is Tom DeLong's unsolicited
0: understudy. Yeah. He's-, he's promoting him the way that we do Noah Kahn. <laughs> he sings. In a Tom DeLonge voice to every song. So I want to bring I want to bring that onto the Moody Mix, but I also want to bring back an old song. A, oh, uh, which uh, one? So when Luke and I first started, we weren't even actually dating, but we, we met in college and we used to just go for drives. Like that was kind of our thing, drives and music, and that's how we kind of hung out. And honestly, that's kind of just my favorite thing to do in life, honestly, is to go for a drive with somebody I love and to listen to good music. Like park by the beach, you know, just zone yeah. out. And him and I used to play down all the oh, time. That's a good. So one. that I think would be the song I feel that like would that's like a
1: deeper cut. Too.
0: It is, and that was kind, it was very like kind of hinting at like where we were in life because we weren't yet dating. So it was mm-hmm. like, "Are you down? I don't know. Yeah. Are you down?" So that song I think is like our most like. I think that's probably the song that resonates to us to the most so I'm going to throw those two on but also fallout boy so they've also come and they fallout boy has released new songs throughout the years and I don't follow them like specifically closely but I just happened to listen to um some of their new songs that came out and there's one it's called love from the other side and okay. one of the lyrics says I'll never go I just want to be invited
1: uh, and I I'm like, that. yeah, what Like a, what a sentiment, what
0: a sentiment. And it's just like it. Like I said, it's our youth coming back out with new songs. And it's just really making me feel some type of way. And then if I'm going to throw one real angsty song on, I don't know why, but every morning I listen to this on the way to work and I check to make sure I didn't add it to the Moody mix yet. And I didn't. So I don't know if you're a Pierce the Veil girl, but
1: they're king for a day. OK, I've heard it but I don't, like, know it that well.
0: It's just, like, I don't know. There's these ups and downs in the song that make me want to, like, scream it, and then Kellen Quinn is in it, and it's just, like, one of those ones that, like, you know when you're just banging your steering wheel and you're just feeling something in your chest? That's what that song does to me, so I need it, like, at 8 in the morning driving to, like my Pam job you know what I mean like I oh, need to absolutely. feel that I'm not just that girl leave that I leave it all on the dashboard leave it all on the dashboard you <laughs> the <know>? dashboard confessionals <laughs> perhaps
1: maybe that's what they meant that's exactly uh, honestly you might have just cracked it but those, I that's what I wanted to add this so week so you're gonna be so proud of me cause look at my Whoa. notes I have real notes everyone they're on Lauren. my phone I even bolded and underlined the title I cared that much I was alone she for formatted. that long that I format I pressed the format Button. I'm proud of you. So I do have a few to add to the Moody Mix. And as I said, I was an AirPod girly this week. Um, so you had time to mix so it up. So I had time to mix it up. And I was obviously alone. I had left my husband behind, you know, to start <laughs> this new life of yeah. two days with Noah Khan. <laughs> yes. Um. So I was really just in my feels on the way there of just like, what would you know, like, just makes me think of him. So yeah. the first thing That's that makes sweet. me think of him is City and Color. Love City and Color coming home. And we we particularly love coming home just because like it's about how he like gets to see everywhere but it's like no longer special and like his just his relationship as a musician. We watched a really cool so Dallas um oh my god. Dallas Green. Dallas Green okay. is the lead singer. Um and we watched this really cool like Behind the music BBC thing about okay. him um, where he, like, kind of talked about a bunch of songs. And he's a huge inspiration to my husband. So, like, I've just – I already loved his music. But now, of course, he loves to, like, know about him. So I try to dabble.
0: Yeah. So
1: coming home especially because he he says Alaska in it. Yes. So Lennon, like, resonates with the song. And then Alaska homes along – But he says, I've never been to Alaska, but I can tell you this. I've been to Lincoln, Nebraska, and damn, you know it ain't worth shit. I love that. And it's just like... Yeah, it's just like such a line, and like every time it's on in the car, we just all like scream that line. And like obviously, he's talking about the state, Alaska. But anytime there is an Alaska reference, I mean, of course, we're throwing it out there. Absolutely. So I listen to that on repeat, and then the girl, um, <sighs> the girl just does things to me. Um, my bridal party walked in and out of my wedding to it. That was what we walked out as married, you know, as the Bowdoins. Yes. Um, so I listened to that cuz it got me in my feels so and then I
0: just want to say one thing on that song before you go on so we weren't we weren't instant mom friends yet when I got married but the girl was actually one of the songs that Luke and I were between for our um, first dance together. So I
1: also very, very much love that song. It's yes. such a good song. And the reason that it was, because it is such a good song, the reason that it was the song that everyone walked into is because it's the song that Kenny proposed to me with. Yes. Which I'm not going to get into that story because I want that story well, to have its own will, time someday. We will. But... Yeah, so that's a little tidbit that yes. that song had to do with my proposal. So, like, it just always puts me in a my. Fantastic song. Yeah, like, I just want to hear it. I want to hear it when I'm thinking about my Hoochie Daddy. Yeah. So, then to pivot from that, a song that we hadn't listened to for a while, but was like my pregnancy song. Okay. And also, I was missing my kids, so like you know,
0: yeah, I had
1: to throw in. I had to. You're being I'm, so many people. I'm being so many people, but every once in a while, I'm checking in with my emotions of missing my family yes. via a song here and there. Absolutely. But then I'm diving back into journaling, angsty, focusing on me. Yeah. So this is just me having some balance. James Arthur. Okay. Ever heard of him? I have Emily. I don't think I
0: might. If I do, I'm not familiar with the name. So it's like, dear Emily um
1: <laughs> <laughs> no. I'm mean, gonna I want to cry, but it's like um, it's only you, your mom, and me. Oh, We're it's a family, dear Emily. Yes, and he's he's like Papa was a Rolling Stone, selling out, sold out shows. Um, so he's just talking about like living on the road, and I really like I can't sing it because it makes me like feel emotional. But he's talking about living on the road as a musician and still wanting to mm. be a good parent and it's such like a moving song because obviously like you're not resonating with like being a star and being out every night but you're resonating with that guilt of like I want to be there for everything and I miss things sometimes and I was like in a plane just like having those feelings so like I just feel like that song can hit with anyone with even a minuscule situation Absolutely. Um, and it's just about how he wants to be there for her and he wants to be He wants to be present, but he also wants to be who he is and who he dreamed of being. Like, this is his dream. And now his dream is just to be home with this baby. And I absolutely love it. So, that. that we're adding. The other song is a Blink One Eighty Two song, Ooh. so it's Lennon's jam. Okay, I miss you. Love um, it, a classic. And the reason that she loves it is because it says we can live like Jack and Sally, of if course. Want. <laughs> so that's basically the whole reason she loves the song. Yes. But like, even on the way to just bring her to dance tonight, it was like, can we listen to I Miss You? And it's Blink. so
0: theatrical, so it's kind of the perfect warm up for her. And she
1: also like because her dad is a hard core blink one eighty two fan, she just calls blink one eighty two blink. Like oh. she's like she's always known she's about on like them. a
0: first name, you know, a shortened basis with them. And then yeah, exactly. She's like,
1: I know that. Yeah. I've been around since oh, the nineties. <laughs> yeah, you know Travy. <laughs> I so love that and my last one is Ooh. a new find. Okay. And I found her live. She was the opener for Noah Khan.
0: Okay. Yes. So her- I name, love falling in love with someone live, like in the real life. It's such a cool thing. And because it was, you heard them sing it.
1: Yes, and it was funny because we tried we found out ahead of time because we were doing our old lady research. Yeah, you gotta know. And we found out her name and we looked up her songs, and we did not love her pre-recorded songs. Yep. They were a little like poppy sounding Mm -hmm. you know and then we saw her live and her name is samia okay s-a-m-i-a um and this girl was just like a spirit and she was just one of those people that was like just so like not doing anything particular with her look but just such like a force yes uh just a tiny person with like this huge huge presence Mm -hmm. um and just like air dried hair half up like black tank top just looking like you and me Yeah, and the voice that came out of her and the song that really resonated with me she literally said this song's really mean and I don't mean it (laughs) And you're like, same. And she's like, and it's called Kill Her Freak Out. (laughs) And it's literally like it's like, I hope you marry the girl from your hometown and I'll fucking kill her. Oh my god. And I'll fucking freak out. And it's like this it's just like this storytelling about like seeing from this outside perspective, like this person that you lost and them living a new life and you're happy for them, but you're like, I wanna fucking like end this situation because I'm not not happy. Yeah. So it's just like about like that second hand like super passive aggression. You're yes. never gonna act on it, but you're literally like talking like I'm gonna fucking killing her. it was so funny because she's like, it's really mean and I don't mean it. But I really she was she was a good a good opener. little cherry on the Noah Con Sunday. I love a good opener. And
0: honestly, I kind of felt that way. So I like Phoebe Bridgers. But when I saw her open this summer, I forget even which show I was at. But she opened for somebody and. It was the same thing, like, she is a small human, but the force in which that she, like, performed and screamed and, like, just threw her body around the stage, like, that was so appealing to me musically that, like, I then listened to her music afterwards with, like, a better appreciation for, like, her as a musician, Yeah, because you're, like, I saw how they, like... Because the way that someone records a song is
1: different than how they probably perform it. You know what I mean? Absolutely. And you could tell that this was like a big show for her. Yeah. So she literally came up, which it's like, it's our generation and it's just like what we're all doing and we're unmasking slowly. Yes. That's, that's the point of what we're doing right now. We're trying. But she literally said she's like this is such an honor and I don't even know why why <laughs> I got it.
0: <laughs> like, I love that energy. it was
1: literally like how she like hey I'm Samia and like I don't know why the fuck I'm here but I'm here and I'm so so honored. I and love like that. I love that and that's like that's how I feel about the, where we are right now. Like I'm Completely. so honored to be here and where the fuck did this comes from absolutely that's the whole thing that's the whole energy thanks for listening to stay rooted with your instant mom friends stephanie and lauren we're hosting the mom support group you'd never attend IRL let's DIY our way through parenting and grow together in this wild wild world and remember we're rooting for you my mom doesn't technically have a dog. My brother has a dog that lives at my mom's. That is my mom's also. Like, she's like she's... the grandmother raising raising the grandchild. Yeah, exactly. Fully. Like my brother
0: had a kid too young yeah. and she's <laughs> stepping in to help. <laughs>